0: In Alabama Ag review for the week of June 6th, it was all about the weather situation. Well, excess rainfall and flooding in the Mississippi Valley has made headlines over the last few weeks, but it's a whole different story in our neck of the woods with a drought continuing to tighten its grip on the southeast.
1: And that situation has worsened in late May and early June with temperatures regularly exceeding 100 degrees. From about the Memorial Day weekend on, we have run off quite a string of record highs across the south.
0: USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey who says all that heat is just adding to the already stressed crop and pasture land.
1: The heat has just been too intense to try to keep up in some cases with irrigation so we are seeing quite a rapid decline in crop conditions.
0: And Rippey adds that the long-range forecast shows the high pressure staying with us for much of June with the only real hope for relief a developing system in the Atlantic.
1: In sort of a strange sense of the word, I think we're hoping for development in this case to bring some drought relief.
0: But Rivy says, unfortunately, it most likely won't help all of our farmers
1: the course for that system, whether it develops or not, will be generally to the north or to the north-northwest. Regardless of development, some of that moisture should reach the Florida Peninsula, and that will lead to some drought relief across at least Florida. And if we do get a more organized system, that could bring more appreciable relief further north along the Atlantic Coast. Unfortunately, though, areas to the west, the central and western Gulf Coast regions, they will remain outside the envelope of this storm, and it looks like more hot, dry weather baking those regions.
0: From the livestock perspective, Randall Wiseman had this.
1: While
2: some parts of the state have received adequate rainfall at this point, many areas have not, and farms across the state are really starting to feel the effects as the hot conditions have moved in. Now when it comes to the livestock industry, Nathan Yeager, director of the Beef, Hay, and Forage Crops and Equine Divisions for the Alabama Farmers Federation, said their members who raise livestock are feeling the effects of the drought as much as anyone.
3: Farmers south of Montgomery and on down to the Mobile area have received as little as two-tenths of an inch in the month of May. And it's getting to a critical point at this time.
2: Yeager said the only saving grace was the rains we had this spring.
3: The only saving grace that I think we've had with this current bout of weather is that we had a decent spring uh, where farmers could make some hay and get some hay put up. Uh, The unfortunate part is that they would much rather uh, wait to feed that hay until, until later in the year rather than feeding it in, in May and June. So uh, if they did not have a good spring, it would have been uh, even more difficult than it is now. But that is part of the good news is that they did have some hay and, and some feed stocks available.
2: And while they have slipped back some, he said cattle prices are still very good, but these prices are a direct result to the drought from a couple years back that forced many operations to liquidate their herds.
0: And we will wrap up for this week with a very well-researched Everett Greiner.
4: Research! What kind of world would we be living in without research? Could you even imagine? No laptops, no cell phones, no video games. But now if you want to really measure the value of research, look at agriculture. Without agricultural research, none of these other things would really matter. If we digress, back to World War II, the only important thing you'd have to worry about would be something to eat. I mention this because current economic conditions all over the world is a threat to funding research. It's an area where we can cut spending. It's dangerous. And yet, spending for agricultural research has already and will again be cut. Now think about this. A research project lost for a year can take a generation to restart and to finish. The least this would do is continue to drive food prices higher
0: and higher
4: everywhere in the world.
0: And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast AgNet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast AgNet's podcast.